When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. podcast this is episode seven i'm joined once again by jay pearson hello sir hello i'm not we're also joined by uh, craig han from the anfield rap welcome craig hiya nice one how are you doing yeah i'm all good i'm all good i'm excited uh, this is this is my second time on this but i think the first time uh, <laughs> something out with the side doesn't that right <laughs> yeah so i think it was something to do with the the, the technology we had in the, in, in the studio we had it wasn't it wasn't anything against you Craig honest I've, I've thrown you under the bus there haven't you yeah. it's alright mate we're yeah. a lot, more, lot better equipped now so we're, we're all down now but yeah. uh, thanks for coming on Craig I really really appreciate it yeah cheers no worries so, no worries. so we'll start off with um, obviously Man where are we going to start what are we going to start what, talking about what, I don't know what do you want to start off um, can we talk about Sunday <laughs> fucking amazing it was what did you make of it all Craig obviously First thirteen minutes, Fabinho scored a belter after, obviously the Aske with the handball with Trent and and Salah bags another on the thirteen minute mark, and then from from it there on in we we played quite well. Obviously the last twenty minutes we were backs against the wall, and then obviously they scored with silver towards the end, and we were holding on for dear life. But a good mature performance defensive wise. What did you make of it all? I thought I thought the build up to it was strange and that it felt different. So it felt like um it felt like everyone in the media, um, as fans, they were talking about Liverpool as being as being favourites, as Liverpool being the the one that was gonna go nine points clear, gonna take this as an opportunity. Uh, and then when you looked at the bookies odds, actually Man City were favourites on the day, which is strange. It was strange. Um, yeah. it really was. <laughs> and and then obviously the, the, the game starts and the first five minutes I, I turned to, my, uh, to, to the lad that sits beside me and I said, "This is there's, there's something not right here. It doesn't feel right." And I think that was there was a, a Trent misplaced pass. There was Van Dijk seemed to go in for one and miss it. Yeah. It just felt a bit like City were, were on the top, were on top, and they weren't gonna, they weren't coming to Anfield for a nil nil like they did the previous year. And something in the build up had been saying loads was that I didn't think that there was any way that Klopp would allow last year to happen. He just wouldn't allow a nil nil to pit, you know, for it to pit her out into a nil nil. You know, I thought that I thought that Liverpool would see it as an opportunity to go nine points clear, an opportunity to take points off City, where you know, you know, they can rely on themselves to take points off City and, and not have to rely on 
uh, someone else getting the points off them as well and um and and so the, the the beginning of the match sort of told its own story that city were here to you know for to 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 win the game basically yeah. i don't think they were i don't think they were um going to be happy with a nil nil and obviously the points difference this time uh, you know that's that's a big factor in that because last season we both had 20 points at the time we played each other but um the fabinho goal sort of comes out of nothing and and yeah. seemed to just calm everyone down and like what a goal and what a player by the way um, he's just yeah he's, he's just been incredible this season and um, like I, I tweeted a couple of weeks ago a few weeks ago when it was half tongue in cheek and it was half that had a few pints but it was I basically said Fabinho was the best uh, the best centre midfielder in the world at the minute <laughs> no, and like every game I did the he, same after got... a few pints Craig so I feel I know exactly how I feel I was waiting for a backlash that didn't like come every, <laughs> <laughs> with every game I'm starting to kind of believe me yeah like um I know Sinus, Sinus had mentioned on, on one of the Sky broadcasts that the only thing missing was uh, was a goal from him. Uh, and, and there he sort of, you know, he, he gives him exactly what Sinus had, had, had said he needed to do and some. Um, and I think that just calmed us down. And I think that, I think from there you saw a really clever Liverpool performance. I think you saw um, a team with, with mentality. I think you, you saw a team that were happy to allow City to have. Um, so much of the possession and then knowing that they would take their opportunities on the break and you know especially first half some of the quality in that you know that game was yeah from from our fullbacks in particular the the, the cross field balls the way they bring them out of the air obviously the second goal is 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 Trent to Robbo Robbo brings it down to Salah like it's just that it looked like a FIFA goal and it looked like <laughs> it was just it was it was yeah. almost perfect in the in in the manner that it had come and um, and even the third goal as well from Liverpool, the you know the the, the picture that's going around where um, Mane is is just he's he's surrounded by City players and he's nowhere near where the ball ends up, but he gets there first. Yeah. I think it was just it was a brilliant performance by Liverpool, and even when Man City got the one goal, um, there wasn't panic. Um, you know, you think back to two years ago when when the two teams played at Anfield. Oh, four and three game. Yeah. Four three, and Liverpool were four one up and Cruz, and then four two, and then four three, and then yeah. you're thinking, oh god, you know, if there was five more minutes in that game, Man City probably, Death you know, probably yeah. equalised. But yeah, yeah. with this one, with this one, it just felt like, nah, we're not letting this happen. Mm. Liverpool are getting the three points today. How did you feel pre-match? Because like, I woke up on Sunday morning and I was just like. You know, I think I've been in the toilet like three or four times in the morning and then <laughs> gets to train into Lime Street and with, met up with the lads who I go to the match with and they're seasoned veterans of watching Liverpool win the league. I've, I've you know, I've still never never seen it. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm 34, so I've been alive when they've won it, but I've never witnessed it. Yeah. So they were having a go at me saying, oh, you're, you're, you're so worried. Jay, you're too quiet, you're too quiet. You know, stop it. And I'm like, well, I've just won it so much. So, yeah. Craig, how did you feel go, like going, you know, your, how was your day? Was you more confident than last year was you thinking the way we've been playing you know it's it's in the bag this or you know how did you feel about it i felt really confident throughout the week and i i, I just had i kept saying to people do you know what We're, i can see it's just going three or four nil up i can see something mad happening that there's just this explosion with this liverpool side because people are continually talking about the ways that liverpool are winning at the moment and you know whether it's luck and and whether we're seeing Liverpool in fourth or fifth gear, whether you know Salah's performances have been good enough, they're they're creating questions around almost minor details uh, in terms of well Liverpool are top of the league and top of the group in the Champions League, yeah. Um, and so uh, it, I was I was 
I was feeling good going into the game. And obviously, we were hearing about uh, Man City's injuries, and there was a little bit of cry arson from, uh, <laughs> you know, from certain newspapers within the media, the MEN, yeah. uh, mostly. And and you know, Pep uh, mentioning Manny and bringing him up and calling him a diver, and I didn't really yeah. understand that. I was thinking, if I'm Manny, I'm I can't wait to play that football match after seeing these comments. I just felt like there was something building towards a Liverpool win and a big Liverpool win, but then on the day, got to the ground and it just turned into a massive shit. <laughs> 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 and and that's, just, that's just pretty much nerves. That's nothing to of do course. with this Liverpool side. And it's, I think we all fully trust this side now and we, um, we've we seen the character from them. We've seen the, this mentality that even if we are 1-0 down it, uh, on the on the 85th minute or the 87th minute that we can we can still turn it around um, we've seen them win all kinds of different games and um, I just thought if City were going to if they were going to win it they would have to score early and they'd have to score again um, and, and then really sort of work hard to keep this Liverpool side out which I didn't think they were going to be able to do and and Liverpool did the business. Absolutely. I think, um, like we said about the Mane goal, I just was absolutely dying for him to do the Luis Suarez at Goodison celebration when he dove in front of Moyes. <laughs> yeah. oh, it was just perfect that he scored from oh, a diving header just to basically been, kill off the yeah. game. It couldn't It couldn't have been written any yeah. better way, could it? <laughs> like Craig, incre- like Craig, you said it was, it was. No, it was incredible. I think you're right. I think you should have done something like that. It should yeah. have been a little bit cheeky. And, um, I think, uh, you know, I've... What I kind of wanted from the game was Liverpool to get the three points convincingly, and and for something to really wind Pep Guardiola up, and uh, and I think we all got that in spades. Oh, wow. you know, oh. Him shouting at the clouds. We've got gifts like, forever I, now, haven't we? I've I've watched that video constantly. I'm fascinated by it. That like <laughs> this idea that he's that he's 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 did all he could shouting at the officials. He has no one left to shout at, so he looks up and shouts at God. Yeah, like, yeah absolutely, you know, it's incredible. <laughs> I tell you what, we're going to have to start paying council tax in his head, aren't we? Because we are proper <laughs> resigning in his head, aren't we? Yeah, Do you know what, though? The, like, the, funny, the funny thing about like, this like, rent-free in their heads and, and, and people sort of saying that both on both sides, really, is that, like, in actual fact, the truth is that I am constantly thinking of Manchester City and I can't stop thinking about them and I can't stop... Um, I can't stop looking. They're the first team yeah. I look at on the on the on a, on a Saturday afternoon or a Sunday whenever they're playing. It's the first team I'm searching for. I, I'm anytime there's a player that of theirs that's injured, you know, I, I would never celebrate. I'm not going to say I'm sitting celebrating someone getting hurt because that's of not course. it. Yeah. I'm celebrating the idea that they're not both for 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 a game or something that disadvantages Manchester City. So like. You know, they that like the the rent free thing, like as if it's like a jive at each other between the two sides. Well, like I'm constantly thinking of them, and I'm sure Pep Guardiola is constantly thinking about Liverpool. Yeah. He's certainly mentioned them enough, um, and so I think I think with Klopp, Klopp will be the same. I think he'll be, you know, when he says he isn't watching a match, he'll be watching a Man City match. Of course, right. he will. Closed doors, he'll, he'll be uh, watching uh, every every game, every kick. Obviously, yeah. I think Pep, De- Pep just o- overly shows it more with the media, Definitely. which I don't know understand really why. Because, like you said, the like the Mane job that fires Sadio Mane up. No, no yeah, end. Exactly, so I don't yeah. understand the thinking behind it. To be honest, yeah, you don't you don't really know what he's trying to achieve from it, and. Um, I think I just I think that was that was a moment of weakness shown by him. I think, and rather than mind games, I think yeah. um, I think that was just something that I think it was something that he probably said. He was he, he had a microphone put in his face immediately after a football match where yeah. his team had just come back and where he thought Liverpool were getting beat one 0 five <laughs> minutes ago and then did one two one. Yeah, I love it. And he and 
And if they put a microphone in front of my face after I, you know, <laughs> and someone said to me, oh, by the way, Manny's just scored his 2-1. Uh, what did you think about today's game uh, for Manchester City? I'd, want, I'd be fuming. I'd say something I'd regret. <laughs> yeah. Think, yeah. You know, you, you know like, there's that, because they're all humans. Of course. Like, that's the thing. We see them as these, like, you know, Klopp and Guardiola and they're never going to get anything wrong and everything they do is calculated and everything's mind games and sometimes Klopp just Klopp just does something that he regrets or Guardiola says something that he wishes he didn't um, so yeah it's, it's a funny one Guardiola and I hope it continues really I hope we continue to annoy him because we're doing something right absolutely um, I just want to get uh, Mick yours and Craig's opinion on, on Hendo because obviously there's he's been in and out of the side a little bit not, not much this season but you know there's there's a there's a stigma again that's sort of surrounding especially after the United game in terms of his performance and stuff like that I personally think he's been brilliant because he's just an unsung hero in, in many ways um, but the ball that he plays in for Mane is absolutely incredible and I think it was a proper captain's performance and there's a lot of questions from a lot of Liverpool fans around Hendo but I'm firmly in the in the Hendo camp me I thought it was brilliant I think most Liverpool fans who've like who've been through all this turmoil like we've talked about in the past with Roy Hodgson and all that shite we've been through mm. they, they realised that Jordan Henderson's came out came out the, the other side and yeah. he, he's, he's now the captain of the club he's, won, he's, he's led us to the Champions League got the trophy so I, I, I still don't understand why people still have a go like I listened today to the, the, the Carragher podcast with Henderson it's on brilliant podcast and you today. can tell he's just really a down to earth guy and yeah. Carragher's asking him about like how he treats the younger players who come into the dressing room and Henderson's saying like well I try and make them at home like you can tell he's a soft character and he, you can tell that Millie probably does all the dirty work for him in terms of g people up you can you can get that sense from him but um, I haven't got a bad word to say about Jordan Henderson like he, he's been given so much shite since he came to this club yeah and He's now a great leader, and the things that don't get seen behind closed doors, you can't speak highly of him about because the stuff he does, like obviously geeing the team up and all the stuff that doesn't get seen, mm. it's, you can't state that enough. I don't think. Absolutely. Where do you sit, Craig? I've 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 never sort of been. I've never really understood the you know I hate Henderson, I love Henderson thing. I've I've never really been um, on either side. Really, I think that. Um, I think he's a really good squad player to have. He's a really good option. He's some. He's dependable. He's someone that in these big games, when you see his team, his name on the team sheet, I'm not worried. Um, like equally, if I see his t- his name on the team sheet, I'm not like punching the air, dead excited to see it. I just I know yeah. what you're gonna get from yeah. him, and 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 you need someone like him in the dressing room, like you say with the Milner thing, the good cop, bad cop. Like I I listened to the podcast today with Carter as well, and I really really liked it, and oh, I liked yeah. how. I like the, the the anecdote from Roy Keane about you know don't don't bet against this guy yeah, like course, he just yeah. signed for Liverpool. That shows the kind of the character that that he is, and and you know Klopp needs figures like Henderson that he can both trust on and off the pitch to to you know spread his ideas of how. Um, like I'm, I'm dead fascinated about like culture within the football clubs and and like businesses, I suppose, and like um, I love. I love the idea that Jordan Henderson is just one of these people that Klopp can look to as someone who, if Klopp needs to uh, implement an idea and needs to ensure that there's players within the squad that um, you know abide by this, even whenever Klopp's not in the room, um, then then Jordan Henderson's one of them, and I think Milner's one of them, and I think there's, I think there's loads of them throughout the squad, but I think those seem to be the two. I think in his performances this season, I think he. Um, I think his form dipped a little bit over the past sort of month and a half, and um, I know I know it's an easy call whenever Ox- some Oxford Chamberlains 
you know, banging the many scores four yeah. in a month or whatever. Just about to say that. And and as fans, you know, we sometimes we just treat it as a bit of a computer game. We sometimes treat it as, um, oh, well, he's scoring goals for per minute and he'll score a goal. Yeah. But yeah. um, you know, the intensity of that game at the weekend. Oxford Chamberlain's not had to play in a game like that for well over a year. Definitely. Um, and and Klopp, as 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 sort of forward thinking as a, a manager as Klopp is, and how he's regarded within football, I think actually he doesn't like to take as many risks as you'd think. And and so that Champions League final um, at midfield that he loves, mm. you see that more often than not in these big games. Same with the season before, you saw. Wijnaldum, Milner, Henderson. Um, I think he just likes to go for that because the those are the three that he can rely on. And you know, when you've got your wing backs or full backs doing what our full backs are doing, you've got the front three in front doing what they're doing. And, and you've at times, like at times, you've almost got ten playmakers playing. Sorry, eleven playmakers playing in Liverpool team. Yeah. You think about what Allison can do of with course. ball. You think of what Van Dijk can do with ball. You think of um, Matip as well. Uh, the two fullbacks. I mean, Henderson can spray a ball. He can create. Uh, Wijnaldum and and whoever you play inside Wijnaldum, Fabinho uh, behind, like and in the front three. Like we've got there's there's so much ability to create within that. And so you know having a Henderson in centre midfield or, or a Wijnaldum or, or a Milner or someone like that even though it might be you know it might not be the most exciting um, they do a really good job so yeah. I'm, 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 I, I like Jordan Henderson I like having him around him uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not a hero I'm not a lover I'm, I just I respect him and, he, and he's definitely someone that Klopp um, will want to keep around for a while yeah, I think because he's not one of these like I've talked about it in the past. He's not like a, he's not he hasn't got unbelievable pace. He's not like a power player. He's not he hasn't got one major attribute where you think actually he's that's his best attribute. He's just an all round good player. I think those he's type of players are always underrated. I think. Yeah, he's a facilitator. He's yeah, someone yeah. that like the job that he does, the job that Wijnaldum does in there. Um, you know that that allows uh, your Trents and your Robertsons to push on. It allows. Um, you know, it, it allows as long as he's at that cog in the machine, it allows the team to perform to the best of their ability and, yeah, exactly. and in the style that Klopp wants. And um, you know, it's the same with Wijnaldum sort of playing in that that three. You see him go away on international duty and he's banging them in for Holland. And, and as fans, we're like, well, why don't we push him up forward? Why doesn't he play as a ten? <laughs> and it's like, yeah, well, it's like many, FIFA, isn't it? Is. Exactly. Like, how many attacking players do you want exactly. on the pitch? Because yeah. if our if our if our right backs got the most touches of any of any Premier League player this season, and our left backs bombing up and down at any opportunity, scoring goals at the back post, who's at the back? Sort of minus the two <laughs> know, backs, yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's 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 like it's an it's a lovely place to be that there's there's a debate around these players that should be going in, whether Henderson should be playing because it shows we've got loads of quality. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, there you touched on um, obviously Robertson there, who's who's a big part of our att- attacking intent going forward. Um, so we've got a question from Tom Quinn who said, uh, "How hasn't Robbo been nominated for the Ballon d'Or? He's been one of our best players for the past two seasons now. Do you think he, if he was English, he'd have been nominated?" It's a good point to be fair because when you see it, the picture of all seven of them all looking made up with themselves, yeah, like why is Andy Robbo in that picture? That's like, it. I completely forgot. I saw that photograph and I was like, "Oh, that's a be- beautiful photograph for our <laughs> club." That I'm thinking, "Wait a minute, where's Robbo?" Yeah, you know, I, forget, I think, yeah, I think it, it's. I feel a bit for him because he's he, he he probably is the best left back in the world, and he's and he's one of 
two of the best fullbacks in the world. I think the English thing I'm not sure about because Trent's from England and as it really hasn't really sort of um, set alight the, the international stage because he hasn't really been given that many chances. Yeah, I, yeah. I know he's maybe scored one, I think. Um, so I don't really think that's a, a thing with it. I think maybe, you know, as football as Liverpool fans, we're watching this team week in, week out, and we're just seeing his quality and everything that he does. Yeah. And and I just wonder if um, he, in terms of his style or in terms of how he even looks, things like that, maybe they aren't as exotic as um, some of the other players that are that are up for the award. I don't know if that's the case or not. I think I think it'd be completely unfair. I don't know why, and I don't understand why he he, he isn't up for the award. But um, you know. If, if he continues at the rate that he is at the moment, then next year he be he's, he has to be a shoe in for it because you know he's he's now played in two Champions League finals, he's yeah. won at once, um, and hopefully wins the Premier League at the end of this one. But I don't know about the Scottish thing. You know he's captain of his national team. It shouldn't it shouldn't hinder him. And you know obviously they've done pretty terribly um, over the past year and a half or well you know ever since I can remember really. But with him <laughs> as captain and with him yeah. in the team. Um, but I don't think Trent sort of did anything on the international stage that means he would get in yeah, front exactly. of him because yeah. of it. It's a good point that uh, Craig just mentioned about the the sort of the look and the exoticness of a player type thing. You know, is he you know flash and all that? He's not. He's just an old school guy, isn't he? He's a proper typical old school footballer, and that's what I love about Robbie. Comes in, does his job, and goes home. A bit like a Paul Scholes, you know, stuff like just come in and, and does his job and goes home. Professional, home. But, isn't he? Yeah, but it was that. Um, I can't remember which eleven. I think was it the FIFA World Eleven, and he wasn't in that. Yeah, I think um, they, oh, they, just up, pick, they pick Marcelo or Albert yeah, every year. Was like, up, what, 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 even if they've done nothing. <laughs> yeah, and you know, just because it's it's Madrid, and it's like we've got to get a Madrid yeah. player in. You know, it's it, it is it's madness. But listen, at the end of the day, if I've said this for ages, it's a bit like the Firmino situation. Firmino's underrated as well. Robbo's not underrated, like like Craig said, f- for our club. But you know, the less big teams that are noticing him, the less the less bids are going to yeah, come yeah, in for these types exactly. of players. So uh, we'll give him all the love that he needs. <laughs> I think like I think the fact that like I, I like how you said old school there because when when we first saw him sort of break into the team and we saw the things that he was doing I sort of I thought that as well about him that he's this like old school fullback that's able to get up and down but it's good in the tackle you know put a ball in and I think now you're sort of seeing both him and and Trent reinvent that yeah. position really and and how they are able to switch the ball quickly to each other bring it down ball in and none of it's not none of it f- is, feels like he's running to the line mm. in an old school way where they'd run to the line just get the ball in because mm. that's not how liverpool play but it all feels very calculated and it feels very regimented and that they probably have been doing it every day on the training ground and practicing that but it's a tactic so i think like he, he, he does feel like this old school you know glaswegian um you know, it blood and thunder, and I get stuck in. But there's huge amount of quality with everything he's doing, and I feel like yeah. those two fullbacks are doing something that, you know, we haven't seen fullbacks ever do. Really, it's true. It's a really good point. I mean, my favourite thing about Robert the minute is just his cheekiness, like that little nudge to Messi <laughs> in the first minute of the Barcelona and game, the one against Kyle Walker, and then the one against Kyle Walker, and he's just walking about <laughs> with a smirk on his face, like, yeah, lad, I've had you. I just, oh, it's that attitude and confidence in a fullback. I just love. That's fair play to him. Play you don't want to play against is a Andy Robertson. Yeah, who doesn't let doesn't give you one second. Will be chasing every like a little ball. Little leg in it. Fast can whip a ball in. He's 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 he'd be a nightmare. He Imagine right, if you're right wing for the opposition midfield, you'd be <laughs> like for sake. sake. <laughs> Just fucking stay still, will you? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, 
touched about on the Robbo, we'll go into, I put a little poll up on the Copite Twitter page, basically just as we're 12 games into the season, which is almost a third, Yeah. Uh, just put up a couple of questions about uh, winners of a couple of awards so far, not really awards, like, but just, because it's international break, yeah. I was bored, so oh, fuck it. <laughs> the Copite Awards. <laughs> yeah, yeah the, the third season awards. Fucking, <laughs> yeah. So there were basically four. So one was first one was player of the season, second one was goal of the season, third one was assist of the season, and then yeah. fourth was most improved. So I don't know if you guys want to answer those first, and I'll tell you I'll what. I like, like Craig go first. Go ahead, Craig. What do you reckon? <laughs> yeah. who's, who's been player of the season so far for you? Uh, probably Sadio Mane. Uh, are these Liverpool ones? Are these like these no, are just yeah, just just, just, Liverpool, just Liverpool? Yeah, yeah. just Liverpool. Yeah. Good, good. Yeah, Sadio Mane. I think um, he he just. He's doing everything that we know Sadio Mane does, but I just feel like with every season he plays at Liverpool, he goes up a notch, and he yeah, and definitely. he is. And I feel like there's been times during his Liverpool career where he's gone off off the boil a little bit. I remember um, uh, in the season that we won the Champions League around December, January, I think it was, and we're, we we play Burnley, and up until like that, um, up until that game, there'd been a few games where he was just a bit off the boil, and he scores in that game. And and sort of from there, it sort of propels him into this like new. I don't I don't know whether it was uh, the confidence or whether it was um, just his mentality. I'm not sure. I know Klopp had touched on the fact that he, he maybe didn't in the early days know just how good he was. Yeah. And I think since then we've just seen him kick on with every season and you know drag it through situations and 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 you know score eight goals, score important goals, um, and just. Just generally on the pitch, look like he's a man possessed. That, that he, I've seen a few people say before, like Sadio Mane wants to win the Premier League more than you. You see his reaction to everything is just geared towards winning the league. And um, like I think he, in terms of the the, the players in our team, like I'd, I'd be devastated if we ever lost Sadio Mane. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so I think he's been he's been the player of the season so far for us. I think uh, most improved. That's a. I think that's a hard one because it's a tough one, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I'm thinking, um, like, I'm looking at Trent, and I don't mean that he's improved I'd, from. I'd agree definitely on that one. Yeah, like I don't, I don't, don't mean that he's improved from a place of where we were looking at him and thinking, well, he yeah, needs yeah. to improve here. I think that we're just seeing him step up again, and we're we're yeah, we're definitely. seeing bits of quality from him that like just look world class. They just look like like they're it's it's almost like you're gobsmacked when you see it, and I think that's. He was probably the main reason why in the first half of that Man City game, I was like almost watching some of the football wide-eyed because of the way he's able to not just spot a pass but execute it, uh, and it's different passes in, in different situations. So it's you know it's lost it. It's it's a controlled uh, weighted pass. It's it's pinging it in. It's it's curling it round. It's it's arrowing it across now. Like it's just every kind of ball, and he you know. I said about Robertson and him reinventing that role, but I think Trent is the one really that he's almost like this quarterback figure now that yeah. is doing all the Gerard things from a diff- from a completely different space, and um, I just think that we're going to see we're going to see him just continue to sort of um, you know grow and and his status within this Liverpool side will be elevated. I think it'll continue to be, and I'm just so excited. I thought. I thought I knew how good Trent Alexander-Arnold was going to be. I thought he was going to be a really, really good player for Liverpool. Um, but 
I've no idea anymore how high his ceiling is, and I, I mean that in the best way yeah, possible. It's twenty-one, and it's ridiculous. It's, it? it's it's like this year he's finally like a light bulb went off in his head. Like I, I can I can drag this football team mm, as far yeah. as I want to, and I can do whatever I want with the football. Yeah, like he's done that in the past yeah. anyway. But it seems like this season, especially the last five games, I've noticed that he's been my man of the match pretty much every game, even though Mane's banging goals in left, right, and centre. Mm. For me, Trent just sets the tone. Yeah, the passes, yeah, the, pass, the passes to Robertson, and there's just the way, you, like you said, Craig, where he knocks the ball around the corner, or he knocks it back in, behind the left back for for Salah. It's just, it's just with ease how, how easy he does it. It's ridiculous. It just it has its it's it's his mentality as well. It's this like idea that if he has a setback, it doesn't phase him. So you think back to a couple of seasons ago, he makes his debut at Old Trafford first of all, by the way, and he yeah. and he and he does he does pretty well considering. Um, he has a difficult one at Old Trafford a couple of seasons ago where Rashford sort of turns him inside out. There's questions, mean him. Then he bounces back and he has Sani in his pocket. He does a Champions League final. He goes to the World Cup. Um, there's any time there's a, a a little setback for him, he's it just it doesn't phase him, and I love hearing the stories from uh, those within the club where they're they're saying that he's the player that is constantly um, asking about his defending, like asking um, the, the the fellas that are sort of um, uh, analysing his game, like asking them what what he can do differently. He's yeah. the fella that you know he wasn't always good at free kicks. It's something that he's he's stayed behind to um, you know to 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 to, to work on and training and. Um, and and he's he's the one that when he was in the youth side, he it was him that said to Steve Highway and a few of the others in the in the, uh, the academy that maybe right back's the place for me to move because it's it's the easiest way for me to get into the it's the gateway to get into the first team and I think that just shows intelligence and it shows this maturity way beyond his years and yeah. um you know we did we the Anfield app did the Trent mural and and through that we sort of um. We, we wanted to ensure that when we were doing that that uh, that he would be happy happy with us doing it and be um, you know like the imagery and and, mm. and the the whole idea behind it and like when we were sort of speaking to his brother about the like throughout the sort of process of getting it made and like you just can tell it's such a he's such a humble kid you can tell that his whole family are exactly the same in the way they've been brought up and. You know, even just little things like I wanted to, I wanted it to be him with the medal in his mouth after Europe, yeah. And and he didn't want it to be that. He wanted to, he wanted it to be with his back turned, um, showing his his name. And it was it was like this humility thing that like yeah, wow. he, he didn't want to be seen as being given it the big I am just because yeah. he's won the European Cup. Mm. He wanted he was he was made up that fans are going to put his 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 um you know put him in a wall but he didn't want to be seen to be this like oh well i've made it now i've done that and that just showed me the kind of person he is and i think that's what excites me as much as his ability is that if you've got that drive and you've got that mentality uh where you know it doesn't that confidence in yourself that god god knows where he can go yeah definitely wow agreed so i'll just go through a couple of them so we've, we've touched on player this season so we've got Scott Mason saying Fabinho, Fletcher saying Trent, uh, Fuzzy saying Mane, uh, Marty McAllister, Mane, Ben, Mane, Patrick McGuinness, Fabinho, and Michael Fabinho. So a few mix, a few mixtures there. Yeah, absolutely. I think there's some good shouts for Fabinho. You know, he's he's been definitely just in a class definitely. of his own. And Craig said it earlier how how good he's been in that position and making that position his own. So, yeah, you can't really argue with with either Mane or Fabinho, definitely the two best players so far this season. Yeah. 
in terms of goal of the season, I think I don't know if it's a recency bias, but pretty loads have went for Fabinho versus City. <laughs> uh, Fletch, Fletcher says Salah versus Arsenal. Uh, Michael Trent versus Chelsea. I was trying to think uh, then which one he meant by the Arsenal game. Do you think he's meaning the flick from um, Firmino, isn't he? And then the that 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 goal that was, that was just a gorgeous yeah. flick that from Firmino when he came on. <laughs> In terms of goal of the season, Craig, what what do you reckon so far? Uh, Trent Trent versus Chelsea. I, I thought you weren't going to mention it there, and I was dead excited. <laughs> I can't believe they haven't thought of it that one. But yeah. I think just because it was the like the it was a big game, yeah, yeah. and um, it came sort of early into the first half and sort of calmed me down. And it was this, um, it was a goal that you could just see like Gerrard of the past scoring, wasn't it? It was like the, yeah, the, it way, was. the way it's. Uh, and I love that and I think there's going to be loads more to come from him in terms of that kind of goal but even the ingenuity to think of that as an idea and you know to, to see that that it, it was easier to score from that and to, to execute it I think it was just a better yeah uh, but, do you know what I, I'm, I agree with Craig but just for the sheer audacity I'm going for um, the Ox you know against Genk away just that, the outside oh, God, corner, I forgot, the top yeah, corner. I that. for that one. That's, it's been quite a few, hasn't it? I know. But yeah, I'm definitely, I'm definitely going to put that one. That was up just there. pure filth. Wasn't it was. It? <laughs> I'm sure it was on Pornhub. Double check. <laughs> in terms of this one, I don't know why I put assist of the season. I just thought, you know, I'm just going to throw it in. Well, why not? We are the assist kings. So we've got Robertson uh, assist for Salah versus City, of course, from Scott Mason. Of course. Uh, yeah, another Robbo versus City. Firmino to Salah versus Newcastle. Oh, so that's the flick. Yeah, I got that's that one wrong. Flick, yeah, yeah, that's the flick. But everyone's City, which is fair enough because he's literally yeah. put it on a plate, hasn't he? I don't think I can think of any others. I think it'd be really unfair to choose anyone but Trent or, or Robertson. Really. Yeah, <laughs> no, it feels, it feels like with the way they're in this like little battle together, I think the, the Firmino one was just outrageous. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely, definitely. I was um, I was just gonna say, Craig, in terms of like your outlook for the. You know, just going up to January. Um, I was just thinking, obviously, because of the fixture pile that we've got um, and the Club World Cup campaign, which I personally I'm really excited for because I, you know I remember you know getting up early to watch the the games in, in 2005. Oh, <laughs> still, it still annoys me that still, still this day. You know, and I, that's the one I really, really want because we've never won that, and I want that you know unbearable champions badge on my shirt. Do you know what I mean? So, um, I just next month or two I, I think like I think it's probably one of the reasons why I, uh, after the City game I celebrated but I wasn't celebrating it in a way that maybe I might have in the past as Liverpool fan where I'm like fucking hell nine points clear this is, you know <laughs> yeah. I think now we're all a bit more mature and yeah. after what happened last year had too many false dawns 2008 yeah, yeah. exactly I'm, pro- I'm, I'm probably winning the Champions League calms us all down yeah, because we, you know yeah. we get to sing Champions of Europe every week and, <laughs> and you know the, and the players get to walk out as Champions of Europe I think um, I think there's going to be more twists and turns like Liverpool uh, you know, Liverpool can't just keep winning and 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 I, I, like I'd love to say they will mm. and you know they might I wouldn't put it past them but I think in terms of us having to play so many games you, there's the, the amount of rotation that's going to have to occur the amount of rotation that Klopp's learned to do over the past two Christmases and he's navigated really really well by the way Absolutely. I think this year just he's got the added uh, mm-hmm. all going to Qatar thing and the League Cup um, like I mean the, the 
the way and the manner in which he tried to get out of the league cup was incredible like yeah. putting the kids out <laughs> and then, <laughs> he took off i'm trying to think who he was it was oxy chamberlain someone he took off put on chiravella and i was thinking there's a man that doesn't want to stay in this yeah exactly yeah and then after it he's complaining saying well i told you this is going to be this fixture pile up so i think i think with all of this in mind there's going to be times where it's going to be difficult for liverpool i suppose it's just how they react to that um you know, I still think we'll, I think think we'll have a a, a really good lead going into the new year because it's, it's going to happen City as well. And like mm-hmm. I think the average position of City's next five games is something like sixth wow. because of the teams that they have to play. It's something mad. And the next one's Chelsea at half five, so they're gonna they're gonna slip up. And I think it's it's just about Liverpool ensuring that um you know if there is a little draw here a little draw there that we don't lose our heads as a collective and that you know there's there's a long way to go in this season I, i'm sure they'll be fine jürgen club knows how to navigate christmases now in england uh, and as for the world club championship like i'm 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 bang into it. i want to be world champion i want to yeah. uh, you know liverpool have never won that before and i want to sort of see them do that so um I think we've got a good enough squad to to be able to deal with it all. Just hopefully we're we're um, we're lucky in terms of lack of injuries. Yeah, yeah, that's going to be key for us. But Definitely. it's going to be an exciting uh, couple of weeks. A game every three <laughs> days on the telly. Happy days. <laughs> Let's get through this international break. Then we've got we've got Palace on the twenty third, so that'll be. It's always tricky, and Palace that always brings back bad memories, of course. But it does. But <laughs> we've got the mentality monsters behind us now, haven't we? So <laughs> yeah. So Craig, if you want mine, we'll finish on. A post that I seen of yours on uh, on uh, LinkedIn about yep. about uh, <laughs> Kylian Mbappe. I don't know. I can't remember when you posted this, but I remember seeing it and thinking, "Oh my god, I've got to ask you about this." Um, so you, you you recorded the podcast, the Anfield Rap in June, a free podcast. I remember that. Well. You started the conspiracy theory called Mbappe Twenty Twenty. So can you take us through? What the thought process was, or was it just ba- whose whose idea was it? And it was basically just were you just taking the piss. Of, of course you were, but like whose idea was it? Was it Neil's? It, it was it, it was Neil and John. Yeah. So basically, um, it, I think it was it was it was in June. So there was nothing going on. Liverpool weren't going to sign anyone, um, and they had nothing to talk about on the free show. Basically, and they would admit themselves now that it was it was the same week that um all of the Mbappe stuff had been happening. No one had been saying we were gonna sign him, but yeah. the 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 thing the little interview clip where he says he would play with Liverpool on FIFA, there was um <laughs> yeah. there was the picture with Daniel Sturridge, there was um there was a couple of other things. There's I can't, LeBron I can't James stuff as well. LeBron James, yeah. There was sort of um there was talk of a night kit deal and stuff yeah. like that. And um and so like you know, in, within the office, we were we were talking like you know, there's a few things coming up here, and at some stage soon, Mbappe is going to leave PSG, um, and Liverpool are European champions, and there's all these little things that are happening, and 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 so they decided like as a bit of a conspiracy theory, uh, half taking the piss but half serious, <laughs> um, they would they would center this whole podcast around the idea of hashtag Mbappe 2020, <laughs> and. <laughs> and it's like it, it just it went mad like um i i, I posted on that because it was i i use linkedin because linkedin's like a bit of a wanky site at times like yeah, with some of the absolutely. shite that's posted yeah, on it but oh, um <laughs> like the reason i use it is to, to my job at the amphi raps market and the reason i use it is to to get across the idea that there are you know fan media isn't this you know isn't this back bedroom thing that's you know it's 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 
you know, it's fans creating bespoke content for a, a, an audience that wants content from their own people. Um, and and I, I like like getting that point across right down to that that's what we're all about. And like um, from a business sense and just sort of like telling little tales of things that happen to us and, um, and, and using it for things like, the, you know, using it to tell the story of things where, you know, I wouldn't do it on Twitter because you look like a knobhead, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> the Batman 2020 thing, I posted it because it, made, it really made me laugh because um, a couple of weeks ago, uh, ITV, Sky Sports, uh, oh, yeah. BT Sports, uh, Liverpool Echo, the, the Daily Mirror, the, there was there was loads of them um, were coming, uh, were, were tweeting um, and talking about hashtag and bad 2020 <laughs> and, you know we we know that and i know that um the bt sport we have a good relationship with bt sport and we do a lot of stuff with them and stuff so they'll have seen it on our social media i know they have um they listen to them there's a few of them listening to them for app and so on so that they'll have got that from there um there was on our we have a facebook subscriber group um for toss subscribers and, yeah. and and it someone said um a couple of months ago they said if you manage to get this on sky sports news uh, we'll send you a create a beer to the office <laughs> and um and i replied laughing saying challenge accept it and i never i didn't do anything about it i just thought i'll just wait and see and then uh last week uh sky sports tweeted saying is mbappe 2020 on and hashtag amazing, and everything. amazing. Uh, and i went back to the guy and said mate uh, here's our address <laughs> and like the, the the idea was a joke and and it was well no it was it was half a joke like they're like i i believe if if Kylian Mbappe and and you know there's talk coming out that he's going to leave psg in the summer i believe that yeah. if he is going to leave liverpool in the summer or psg in the summer liverpool be in the conversation oh, yeah, and one of, the, one of the points that were put across was the night deal and him talking to lebron around the idea of um you know, not worrying about making the most amount of money from the football club that you you play for, but almost becoming like a global brand for yourself. Yeah. In the same way that Jordan is, in the same way that LeBron James is, in the same way that Ronaldo is, CR seven, like all of this, and 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 him becoming that next thing, and and you know, using Nike for that, speaking to LeBron James and I do that, but um, almost signing for Liverpool to um, who have this global reach already. Uh, and being that piece in the jigsaw that you know catapults them to even more success than they're already having, and um, like I don't see why Liverpool wouldn't be in that conversation. And then obviously Liverpool won't sign anyone in the summer, so then we we spoke about well, you know maybe they're saving the money for something bigger next summer. Mm. Um, all of these things sort of point to this. And then Klopp came out. It was funny. I put that on LinkedIn the next day not saying Klopp seen it because he won't have but like the next day (laughs) don't put yourself down Craig (laughs) no the the next day Klopp said uh, was asked about Mbappe and he like eulogised over him said he was a brilliant footballer and said but you know we just can't afford him and I'm thinking (laughs) you are such a liar because because, uh, all I'm thinking is well like I remember him saying that they weren't going to sign Alisson I remember him saying they they weren't going to sign Oxford Chamber he said the same about Van Dyke and and I just think that it's dead funny that he's mentioned them, mm. and it's dead funny that it's come out it's coming out that uh, Mbappe is going to leave next summer. Look, he, he might not. He might he might already have signed for someone. He might have signed for Real Madrid. He might go on to sign for Barcelona or whatever. But it's just a dead. It, it really made me laugh how far 
the the the, the hashtag went yeah. based on like just a few lads on on fan media talking about uh, this thing that they'd conjured up as a laugh, and and it'd been latched on because like from marketing since now everyone that's speaking about Mbappe they're speaking about Mbappe twenty twenty as yeah. well like Mbappe <laughs> signed for Liverpool yeah. they're hashtagging it yeah. and and. I'm just praying for the day that it happens that oh, Babby no. signs for Liverpool uh, because it'll just be it'll be hilarious. Like it it'll will. be really genuine. Imagine it, Imagine if you get an interview with him in pre-season. Oh my <laughs> god, that'd be unreal. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> well, I tell you what. Like, Liver, Liver, we have a we have like a, a decent relationship with the club. Like, we always stay our arms length away because if the club do something wrong, like the Liverpool trademark or whatever, we of have course. to, you know, yeah. we'll slag them off because that's you we're fans and we'll, you mm. know, we'll we'll never hide behind this. Oh no, we might annoy the club because the day we do that is the day that the Anfield rap's completely dead. Absolutely. Um, so we have to be completely independent. But we have a good, like, we have a pretty good relationship with different people in the club, and we know that like the players like talking to us, club likes talking to us. Mm. Um, you know, st- uh, Tony Barrett in there and he'll try and help us whenever he can but but um you know that in in the summers when we go away they're they're usually pretty good with helping us with a club interview or helping us with um, we got robertson last year um and stuff like that if 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 liverpool sign mbappe next year i am i am going in strong and saying the only person that we want to interview is mbappe because <laughs> we we started this in mbappe yeah, 2020 yeah. Yeah, <laughs> um, but like I said, it's just it's just a laugh. It's not like it wasn't ever meant to be taken seriously. And and he might sign, he might not. And there's loads of reasons why he should sign for Liverpool. There's there's reasons why he might not, and so on. Yeah. Um, but uh, at the end of the day, it was just a bit of a laugh that that we half think's true and half we're not sure about. And we'll we'll just have to see. Of course. I mean, you know, I've I've subscribed to the Anfield Rap for a good few years now, and I'd listened to that podcast, and I. Definitely was. I was. I remember it. I was driving to London for work, and I just jumped on that bandwagon straight away. I was like, "Oh yes, Neil, this just sounds amazing." You know, it's it's one of those things. Like you said, the the, the reach of it as well has just has been incredible. And and kudos to everybody at, at the rap for doing that. It's it's uh, it's it's absolutely amazing. And you know, if Mbappe does sign and he picks the squad number number twenty when Milana vacates it, then you know, super. If he does that, game over. some subliminal message in dust. Hundred percent. I yeah. know, boys. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> Cool. Well, uh, listen, Craig, thank you so much for that as well. We really, really appreciate you coming on today. Yeah, thanks for coming on, Craig. Much appreciated. Guys, so I'll see you next week. Yeah, Cheers. see you next week, guys. Network.